Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Life in Colorado. Hello and welcome to Life in Colorado, and it is December, which means I can officially say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, all of that. So today we're going to do a show on one of the many, many, many toy drives going on right now in our community. And by all means, if you can pick up an extra toy from the dollar store or wherever and just drop it in your local bin, that would be awesome. Today we're going to spotlight the Long Blue Line, a program that's been going on for about 16 years. They give toys to children in the hospital who are battling cancer. We will go ahead and talk with Officer James Seneca, who started the situation way back when. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about what the program is doing now, how it's advanced and why it was started. So stay with us. You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Do you need something bigger than commissions? Salem Media Group in Denver is seeking an integrated marketing consultant who shares our sense of mission and wants to grow with a great company. We need an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling, marketing, and ad strategies for digital and broadcast. Join our team and fuel that fire in your belly as you work with existing clients and develop new business in the Denver Metro. Go to SalemMedia.com slash careers for more. Oh, the weather outside is frightful But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought me some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so let it snow, let it snow and snow This week we're going to start off the holiday season Which in my mind is the season of giving So, this week we're featuring the Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line And this is his actually 16th year And I know quite a few of you probably already know about this You already know about Mr. Baumberger But you know what, for the rest of us 
This is going to be a really special show. Uh, with us today, we have Officer James Seneca. He is the president of the organization currently. He's going to tell us a little bit about Joe, tell us about the Long Blue Line, and tell us about what they're doing for the kids. Hello, Officer Seneca. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Who was Joe Bumberger? Joe Bumberger was one of our um, motorcycle enforcement traffic officers, and uh, he played an intricate role in organizing this event a couple years ago. But unfortunately, a couple years ago, he passed with a heart attack, and so we named this event uh, after Joe Bumberger. So that's why we call it the 16th Annual Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line event. Now, is this a, a toy drive? Is it a donation drive for the kids yeah. in the hospital? What is this exactly? Well, we start with a toy drive. And we have various departments throughout the state. So we'll have about 40 agencies this year, about 300 officers. We have breakfast in the morning over there by 32nd and Airport at Bueller Companies. Uh, we have a donating contest just with it, just law enforcement officers only. <laughs> and we have breakfast and we have some fellowship and we just hang out. And then we leave from there and then we go down Airport Boulevard to Colfax Avenue. And then we uh, line up and we come right by Children's Hospital and we line up outside. And then we come inside to the hospital, and we visit with each and every child at the hospital, and that's about 400 children. And each gets a toy, and we visit with them. We try to uh, wish them well and just try to uh, brighten up their day because, as everyone knows, it's not fun being in the hospital, especially this time of the year. Now, how did you get 40 organizations on board? Well, it started, it's, you know, it's growing and getting bigger every year. I mean, uh, all the officers, all the departments love visiting with kids. How can you not love uh, children? Uh, it's very humbling for all our departments and all our officers because uh, we see a lot of sick children, and uh, it's it's just just one way of giving back. Uh, without the support from our community, uh, donating toys and various departments that donate toys, um, that's just one way of, of giving back to the community and supporting the patients and supporting the parents and supporting the staff here at the Colorado Hospital. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've been around a while, but do you know how the program got started? Well, it started with me. Uh, like I said earlier, I started with my old partner and I, and it was just her and I, and it started with a, just a few officers, and it kept growing every year, and more departments wanted to get involved. And, uh, that, you know, like I said, it's like planting a seed, and now it's becoming uh, uh, it's numerous trees that are out there in the community and throughout the state. Uh, it's the largest event of law enforcement officers in the state, and I believe it's the largest event in, of its kind in the country. So um, you have miles and miles of police cars and red and blue lights uh, going down Airport Boulevard to Colfax, and we converge onto Children's Hospital on December 13th of this year. Hmm. What made you get involved? What What made you want to do this i know like as a, a law enforcement professional you already have that that giving spirit in you we already know that but what made you decide to go and help the kids well uh, you probably don't know this but uh, i'm a cancer survivor going on 31 years i had leukemia going back 31 years ago i was diagnosed with leukemia back in my hometown of buffalo new york i was a young man of 26 years old it was a terrible, horrific experience going through the chemotherapy and that sort of thing. So um, I moved out here in 1995 and then started our organization in 2002, 2003. It's just, you know what, it's just something I'm very passionate and compassionate towards uh, cancer patients. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just something I'm very, um, like I said, very passionate about helping families and just trying to support them. And I look at it as I'm a, a symbol for these families and these patients because they're struggling. And I, if I can give them some kind of hope, it's really about hope. And then our job is done. That's that's what drives me every year. So a diagnosis at, you said, 26? I was 26 years old, yeah. It was, it's sure. When you get diagnosed with cancer or any type of cancer, you're, you're world is upside down it's like a it's like a a bad dream it's like a nightmare uh but it wasn't if it wasn't for the support of my friends and family back in my hometown of buffalo new york i wouldn't be here today and that's what kept me going and you know it's something after 31 years i've never forgotten and uh, that's why i give back because i know it's important to get support from strangers from your family from your friends uh to get you to the next day to through the next month or through the next year and lo and behold it's been 31 years and we've helped uh, i was counting out the numbers and we've have visited with over seven thousand kids mm. over the past 16 years so that's an amazing number it is and it's kind of that thing where one person says hey i'm going to do this and then they tell a friend and then they tell a friend and 16 years later you have 40 agencies helping out the kids yeah. okay definitely the the spirit of giving and a prime example of the Christmas spirit. So what are your, your goals this year? Is there a certain amount of toys or a certain amount of kids you want to reach or, or a certain dollar number you want to crack? What's this year's goal? Well, what can we do to help? Well, we always try to reach our goal of 40 agencies, 40 agencies or more. That's one. That's a minor goal. Um, but really trying to gather as many toys as possible. Our, our goal is 5,000 toys total because um, then we can give back those extra toys to the community and to different charities that we have, have sponsored. Uh, this year, and yeah, I mean, we're always accepting accepting donations. People can go to our website at copsfightingcancer.org and look at the locations. They can drop off the toys there, or they can make donations because we can't. There's, there's four categories that we help families. We help them through a monetary gain. We'll, we'll give them a, a financial uh, donation type of thing, and then we have an honorary police officer program that we have where we honor a terminally ill child, and we make an, a honorary officer with the Royal Police Department. We've done that about seven times. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is the Long Blue Line event that's coming up uh, this month in a couple of weeks. And then the fourth thing we started, since I work with senior citizens, we started the Healing Quilt Project where we give out handmade quilts to cancer patients. And we've given out uh, almost 200 quilts, handmade quilts, over the past three years. So those are the four categories that we uh, strive for. I feel like I saw something on TV last week or the week before about the quilt project. I, I distinctly remember seeing an officer handing a quilt to someone, and I promise you, I don't think that that's a normal thing. I think I have heard about that. Um, yes. I, oh, the fun part. Here's the fun one. The honorary policeman. You said you've done that about seven times. What does yes. the, the little junior officer get to do or, or have? What, what, if, what comes with that? Well, you know, that started back in 2006, uh, since I had a relationship with Children's Hospital when we were downtown. They reached out to me, and they said, Officer Seneca, we have a young man who's terminally ill. He's refused treatment uh, from this day forward, and his, his dream, his goal was to become a police officer. He was only 18 years of age, and uh, we made that dream come true. We made, made him went to his, his hospital room, made him an honorary officer with the Royal Police Department, our chief, uh, Dan Oates at the time uh, swore him in, and I can tell you right now, there wasn't a dry eye in his room. His parents were crying. We were crying. Uh, the nurses were crying, and some of the doctors were crying. Uh, it's a, it's an amazing feeling to fulfill that dream 
uh, before a young person passes away, and that's what we were able to do. And on top of that, uh, we found out through that that he wanted his high school diploma. So we were able to get his high school diploma before he passed away. So that's that's how that program started. And uh, like I said, we've done that type of thing for about seven times total, and it's just an unbelievable experience where we swear him in, we pick them up in a limousine. They're escorted by motorcycles. We treat them like they're the president of the United States. <laughs> we bring them to our council chambers, and it's 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 awesome. It's just a remarkable, awesome experience. So, any inside track on who the honorary officer is this year? Well, we're not going to honor any officer per se as a uh, honorary officer, but we have ambassadors every year when it comes mm-hmm. to the Long Blue Line event. Okay, and that ambassador is Taylor Ellison. She lives in Aurora. She, this is her second roundabout of cancer, unfortunately, but she's she's gone through chemotherapy for the past year. But um, her father is one of our officers, so we selected Taylor Ellison, who is very courageous and very determined. And matter of fact, she just finished her chemotherapy treatments last week. So, yeah, it's very scary stuff. Taylor's only like 13 or 14 years of age. We pick a ambassador every year, and we picked uh, Taylor because of her perseverance and her courage and her will and determination. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's someone special that we pick every year. All righty, then. Well, you go, Taylor. Okay, okay. Thank you so much to Officer Seneca. We are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. And we're back. We're speaking with Officer Seneca. He's with the 16th Annual Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line. Now, I know you've been doing this for 16 years, and I I can hear in your voice just the passion you have for the project. What are your visions for the the future, the future years, maybe even the future decades, if if things go on that long? Well, I'll be an old man by then, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just my, my goal is my rewards are just helping families, you know, just helping them get through the day and just, you know, like I said, we help them sometimes financially. Uh, we try to give them hope and just try to get get to the next step. I mean, cancer is a very, very uh, terrible disease. And I know it firsthand going, going through my situation 31 years ago, and it's, it's, not, a, it's not a good experience. It's a, it's a terrible experience. They've made a lot of strides over the years. Um, th- 31 years ago, my chances of survival were 30%. The same type of leukemia today is 80%. So that's how far they've come. But unfortunately, patients and people and children still die of cancer, and that's the sad part. So uh, the good thing is that we are out there to support these families and support these patients. And, you know, it's, it's always getting more awareness. That's my goal, to help more families, to raise more uh, donations, uh, get more toys, and just, you know, just be able to cheer, whether it's one child or one adult, to um, inspire them, mm-hmm. that's always my goal. If the numbers are large, great. I mean, there's never, uh, unfortunately, that number never goes down. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that number keeps going up, but survival rates are getting better. Uh, but that's something that's probably never going to end until they find a cure for cancer. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot now. And as a, a person who's decided to give to the community continually through his service as law enforcement, Looking at just kind of how things are a little bit today with social media and the connected, not connectedness 
of us as a culture. What hopes or, or, or words of wisdom or what do you feel that this program is adding to the community? Just to bring awareness as an, as an officer, not only as an officer, as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, like I talked about earlier, I mean, I've been there, I've done that. Uh, it's, a, it's a horrific experience getting cancer. You don't know if you're going to live. You're not sure if you're going to make it to the next day. But, I mean, I think it opens up the doors to the community. Uh, we're very fortunate that the, at the Aurora Police Department that we have a great relationship with our community. So, you know, it's never my goal to, to look good. My goal is to help people. And if it opens up uh, people's eyes and they say, wow, that's, that's an awesome uh, thing that, that the Aurora Police Department is doing. That's an awesome thing that all these departments throughout the state are doing. You know, it's just, it's just very unique. And it's like, like I said, it's planting and I, I said this a couple of years ago, and now these seeds are turning into trees. Mm-hmm. So you have all these trees that are throughout the state, from the mountains to far north, far east. Uh, we have officers coming from Trinidad. We, co- we have officers coming from El Paso County. So they're, they're spreading awareness. They're helping uh, children and adults in their community. And, um, yeah, that's what it's all about. It's just, like you said, you, you, it starts with one. Mm-hmm. And then you spread that that uh, that awareness and that that ray of hope to people, and that's what it's all about. So if we can do that, then then it's successful. Okay. And I, I know you said that you know you're just doing your thing, but you're doing something incredible. It's very humbling. Thank you. And touching what you're doing. So good for you. You said that those are hum- those are correct words. It, it is very humbling. It's mm-hmm. very. It's something that. You don't take for granted. That's uh, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So, you know, I get this this question asked a lot, and the key is my faith. If I and I deal with a lot of bad situations and terrible situations, and if my faith wasn't strong, I wouldn't be able to continue this because I get tired, I get weary. But I know this is a calling. This is a calling that God gave me many years ago. I had to endure those terrible situations 31 years ago, but I know it's my privilege and honor to be able to inspire people and help people. And if I can do that, what a what a blessing is that? That's a huge blessing that if you can do that, and that's how I look at it. All right, I'm going to ask you a question that we ask everybody that comes on the show. Uh, what does life in Colorado mean to you? I love Colorado. I love the weather. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Uh, you know, I think the snow is mild compared to my hometown of Buffalo, New York, with those lift <laughs> effect snows. You know, I, I think it's just, you know, just the the way of life. Um, I can do without the traffic, but um, <laughs> you know, I just it's, it's just I love the mountains. That's the reason I came here 23 years ago when I joined the Royal Police Department. And you can go up in the mountains, and it's just so spiritual. You can just sit on a rock and be up in the mountains and just you're and just think and ponder your life and pray or whatever you want to do. That's what you can do if you can go up in the mountains and, and just appreciate these beautiful mountains. That's what Colorado is all about, in my opinion. So um, that's what I enjoy. That's the reason why I came here 23 years ago. Okay. Now go ahead and share with my listeners how they can get involved. We're talking website information, Twitter feeds, all of it. Give it to us. All of the above. They can go <laughs> to our website at copsfightingcancer.org. We would love everyone to like us on Facebook. Uh, we have Twitter. We have um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you look us up, Cops Fighting Cancer, you'll oh. find us, especially on Facebook. You'll get various updates and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still time to donate. 
So go to our website at copsfightingcancer.org and, and find a location where you can donate toys. Uh, if you don't have um, that information or if, you, or if you don't have a computer, you can call me at 720-938-3810. And I'm telling you firsthand, we would not be able to do this project every year if we didn't have the community support. We get a lot of community support, not only from the police departments that are involved, but there's a lot of giving people out there, and that's what Colorado is all about as well. You just asked me that. And there's a lot of giving people out there, so we appreciate all the community support that we get every year. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us today, Officer Seneca. We have been speaking with Officer James Seneca. He is with the 16th Annual Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line, a.k.a copsfightingcancer.org 16th annual lovely contribution and a great contribution to the season for the kids who have cancer and and also for those of us who need a little bit of inspiration to get through the holidays thank you for your time thank you thank you so much all righty it's the most wonderful time of the With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the season of all There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago It's the most wonderful time of the There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the Scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time of the year. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. All righty, and thank you so much for sticking with us. This is Life in Colorado. 
Hey, Richard, I know you, you're involved in the community quite a bit. What are you doing this holiday season? Well, I'm doing some special Christmas concerts with uh, St. Martin's Chamber Choir. Uh, they're a group, they're a choral group that's been, oh gosh, they've been in the, active in the Denver area for over 20 years. Uh, and they're doing uh, four different uh, Christmas concerts. They're doing one at St. John's Cathedral in Denver, and then at St. Paul's Lutheran Church uh, in Denver, uh, Bethany Lutheran Church in, uh, well, it's not in Denver, but I I forget where this at. You know, mm-hmm. Englewood, I think, is the technical. Mm-hmm. And then um, also First Plymouth Church. Uh, so, uh, and Holy Cross Lutheran. So uh, they're, it's a it's a busy time, but they're they're a great group. And uh, and as you can well imagine, you know, people love Christmas music, so they they come out in droves for that. So it's just, it's fun. Okay. Not only is the choir singing, but the, we sing some carols, and that's always fun too because everybody sings out on that. Okay, so I guess I can do without you for a couple of days. Oh, well, sorry about that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> it's be sorry. Fridays. We don't. We don't usually record <laughs> yeah, on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. so that kind of slides. See, by. I was thinking of you. <laughs> In passing, after the fact, oh my goodness. Well, oh, well that's see. my story. I'm sticking with it. There you go. There you go. Well. Alrighty, so everybody definitely come out and get into that. Hey, is there some place on the, on the web where they could get that information? Yes, if you, uh, I think they have their own site. It's uh, if they looked up St. Martin's Chamber Choir, uh, and if they Google that in, um, they'll come to their website. And Timothy Kruger is the director, so uh, that's a they should be able to get some more some more information about that. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. Uh, Next week, we're going to have more news you can use. We're going to actually have a psychiatrist coming on because, of course, it is the holiday season and where a lot of us are celebrating and singing Christmas carols and enjoying every single moment. There is that fraction of us who are hit a little bit hard during this time of year, Mm -hmm. maybe because of family losses, not being able to be close to your loved ones and things like that. I had a little boohoo moment last week about that. But, um, yes, we are going to have a psychiatrist to come on the show and and talk to you how to, you know, just get through the silly season. So coming at it from all angles. So uh, come back with us next week for that. Uh, Richard Robertson is the show producer. My name is Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.